0: This is the Minivan Dad Soccer Pod. Oh,
1: it's incredible! You could not write a script like
0: this! The only podcast where the host actually admits to driving a minivan. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be sh- And now your host, TJ. TJ. And welcome, to
2: the, welcome to the live <laughs> edition of the Minivan Dad Soccer Pod. This is your host, TJ. And when all's fails, you go to your friends and sometimes they'll come in and help you out. And sometimes they're just going to smart ass you to death. So tonight we went to my friends from US Fan TV on double duty tonight. We got Hack Guy, Guy Pat and Mason Crosby Chris themselves. They're both back again after their wonderful performance with our with our evaluations of the MLS jerseys for 2019 it's going to be a quick show tonight. No intro, nothing else. We're just going to talk about a few things we want to talk about because I haven't done a show in a, since the review, which, by the way, is our the, is the highest rated, most listened to show that I've had since we started the Minivan Van Damme pod. It did pass Pat and Chris and by quite a bit, actually. So, um, First thing I want to talk about is, I know, Chris, did you watch the fire game? Were you there at all? I was not there. Did you watch it on? <laughs> I can tell you I, know, he I wasn't there. There. <laughs>
0: there were only like 12 people there and you right, and I, I were among you- them.
1: But did you watch it on ESPN plus or anything or now? Uh, no, no, I don't even remember where I was. I was uh, not available to watch it that day.
2: Okay, well, um, it was a one to one tie, which for fire fans, I don't know if that's good, bad, I'm not sure. Um, I guess considering they were down a man to get a goal at the death is probably makes it, you know, leaves it on an optimistic string. But they're playing a bad team. You gotta you know that's a game you should win. And prior to the red card and the goal, they really were dominant. I mean, they were the better team. It wasn't even that close. Just not finishing. A um, couple of chances. Nico had one really early that he should have finished.
0: There were some Wando situations going on for there, sure.
2: There was. And, you know, I, I kept thinking that the Wando situations happened in the first half when the wind when the wind was at their backs. And it seemed like that wind was just enough that they were not able to get the to finishes that they normally would be able to get to. And that, especially like the, the Nico one it is just like just a little bit, but that was, um, the goal Kapelhoff, I guess, what is, is there any other way to explain it other than that, Pat?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of, um, nah, it's yours. No, nah, it's yours. No, nah, it's yours. No, nah, it's yours. Oh, it's nobody's
2: know and- where, where, um, Ousted is, and he's just got to get rid of that. You can't. There's
0: also, yeah, if, even if Ousted called for it, and I'm not sure if he did, but even if he did, Kapelhoff was there and could touch it. And at that point, you've got to just drill it somewhere out of play in a clean, the, clean the mess up, back the troops up and, and, and start again. Cause that was clearly a disaster. And, you know, I, you hate to see Dom Dwyer score a goal because, you know, he's kind of a, do you want to put the e on it? Do you want to put the e on the show? we put
2: the e Say what you want to say. He's kind of a bitch. No, he no. That's an apt description of Dom Dwyer. I I'm pretty sure he might be my might have might be my least favorite player in MLS nowadays.
0: He really got under the skin of the 47 of us who were there for the game. Um, it was and it was satisfying, you know, seeing him. There's two moments after that that were satisfying. One when when Basti decided to just light him up. And two, uh, right after that, when um, the fire scored, and uh, all that hard work of his being a pest was f- for a draw instead of a win. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't satisfied with three points, but given the situation, I think they had some bad luck, um, some poor finishing, maybe a bad call or two. Um, a point was probably okay, but but yeah, I, I, I it was it was definitely satisfying. To see Don yeah. Dwyer sad.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. And um, yeah, Steve, he, I think he has passed Leinhardt for my least favorite person. At, well, Leinhardt's been gone for a couple of years now, but I think he's, yeah, he's passed him as the least favorite player in MLS for me. Um, the red card. There were some people that said there that it wasn't a, a dog. So that there were that Kaploff was behind him. I watched it on replay. It was the last man. He and th- this is two parts. Okay it sounds like the red card was for denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. I'm going to go a different way I, I'm looking at it as a referee to me. It looked, you could have made the argument. It was just violent. Co- you know, you you're sliding in from the back.
0: He had just warned him to correct. The ref had just warned him minutes before that happening. So um, yeah, you, I mean, it.
2: you take a sliding challenge from the back and you don't get the ball. You're inviting a red card. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's right. Rec- you know, they always yell. It's careless, reckless, reckless will get you yellow and excessive force sliding from back. The behind is always a considered excessive force because what you can do to a knee, ankle foot, so many things could come into play. You got to me, you had just as much of an argument to give a red card for that as denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And that's why I don't think there was any and there, there wasn't enough to overturn it anyway. But you could have made the argument there was a red card for for that for the foul as, itself as much of being an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And um, but then those who I mean, thought it shouldn't have there, been red is crazy.
1: There wasn't a ton of contact uh, um, to say it was extremely violent, but sure, I, I I can I can understand it.
2: So and that was um I want to say that was a few it was, it's been a bunch of years now, but they did put that in play basically a slide tackle from behind could be a straight red on its own it doesn't have to be a crunch a crunching one if well you know like the ones you see on all the high on the youtube videos Mm -hmm. it's just the simple fact of you're sliding from behind you make contact it's well it's not it doesn't say you have to make contact for it to be it's it's like kicks or attempts to trips or attempts to and it the intent can be as much of it as anything else but like i said i thought it was I didn't have a problem with the red card. I thought it was, I mean, there was, there were enough other calls that this referee made. It seemed like he didn't care the entire game. Maybe it was just cold. I don't know.
0: But, um, the, it was it, a poorly refed game. Maybe that one call was right, but it just, it didn't, it did not seem like he had a handle on the game. The entire I, it, time.
2: No. And, and we've, and I've seen that before with referees and sometimes it's, they have enough, they have control that they know they're, they're fine with it. They, they want it to be that way. They're not concerned about it. Um, What's his name? Uh, Geiger. Geiger, you always think he's let the game get out of control, but he seems to know what he's doing when he does it, and I felt like maybe that's it, but the only argument on this one was the calls were wrong. That was half the problem, in my opinion. It seemed like he had them wrong, and that's where I thought it was poorly riffed.
0: You don't often say that either.
2: No, I don't, typically, and that's usually Chris's job. Um,
1: you are a referee Hassler, apologist.
2: And I am a referee apologist, and um, Hassler came on after the red card, and I thought, that was one of the other things. Good take positive takeaways. I thought he he played like six different positions, it seemed like over the course of that. And I thought his play was a positive and I think he give him the run out on on Saturday. Are you going Saturday speaking of Pat?
0: Uh, I don't think so. I may end up going though. Tickets were nine dollars <laughs> on SeatGeek today, I noticed. So
2: <laughs> nine
0: dollars. <laughs> nine dollars.
2: And after, you know, us and 47 of our friends, will Saturday be more or less? Because the weather's going to be about the same. I guess no rain.
0: No rain, but it'll still be windy and chilly.
1: And it's um, Seattle, but it's Seattle, not Orlando. It's, it's Seattle, which might draw more people, but it's, you also have to assume a home opener draws a certain number of people that it might have otherwise. So I'm not, I wouldn't expect, <laughs> I wouldn't expect a whole lot
2: difference and at, and at what point if you're the fire do you get concerned about this is there a point where you sit there and go wow this is I mean, what do you do
0: different i just i you know i i, I don't it... know what the answer is maybe nicholas Gaetan can help uh, i i you know when the weather's nice and the team's good they still do well even considering the location which obviously garber thinks the location is a problem and i think a lot of people do because there's distinct lack of public transportation to get there you can do it on public transportation and they're building a pace bus shelter right outside but um but it's difficult and it's long from the city um and it's not the you know there's a few more things there than there were but it's not the best it's not like it's a dump but it's like there's not a whole lot going on it's not like it's portland where you're bar hopping on your way to walk to the stadium so um yeah, but, it, it's it's a problem, and everybody knows it's a problem. But if it's a problem that that a winning team and a little bit warmer weather probably would fix. So, and
2: and I think you're I think you're on the right path, on the right path with that in the sense because when they when the stadium and I get it new stadium whatever, but even the first few years after it opened wasn't just like the first couple games they drew when they were good they draw.
0: Yeah, when Blanco was there. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, but this and what is MLS thinking? Putting a three game homestand in March. In Chicago, I don't
0: understand. I, I mean, yeah. like uh, obviously yeah. there there are some schedule considerations. Like Portland can't play at home for a long time because they're finishing the stadium. But, um, but three of the f- three games in in
2: three in of March, your, what is it? in is Chicago it sixteen of the sixteen home or seventeen home games.
0: Yeah, it, it's
2: three of them in March and in Chicago. And this has been an awful winter. Now you can't predict that, would but at the same time that that to me was. MLS doing MLS things I mean I get it you hear people say well they should just play all the games in the south the problem with that is teams in the south have the same considerations they want home games during the summer when kids aren't in school and they can more apt to go than they are during the school year or they don't want them during soccer season I don't know um the one up the one positive of the crowd pat and I'll throw this to you and see if you is sector latino was back but yeah they weren't in they weren't in 101 they moved them to behind
0: I like the the behind South the goal,
2: 137 goal. and yeah they're not I,
0: technically I, sector latino but um by name at least but it, it sure seemed like them and and it, it was cool having um the supporters groups on on both ends of the stadium I like that touch
1: I was actually gonna ask about that yeah i, I I've watched highlights and uh yeah I could see there was a uh, supporters group down there I, I was wondering what happened that allowed uh that Section 101 is it's still tarped off to
2: the, the where it was the supporter right. section. That's all tarped off, and I guess it's a fan. It's a group section behind it It's sponsored by somebody I don't remember who. That's how well they did. And the other thing I noticed I don't know if this was by design or if, if this is the new club way of doing it. Orlando supporters were in the up, were yeah, they up moved the, them up in the bird up in the they, Eagles'
0: nest. That was part of the they they moved the the second supporter section behind the opposite goal, and then they moved the the away supporters up in the up in the uh, upper deck
2: and that's probably done to keep fighting to a minimum but yeah i i guess i feel like especially on that south goal that south goal has been a waste really since the stadium opened and i and i think Mm -hmm. this is the first time that they can make it if if that section i'd like to see that entire back line filled at some point with supporters that would make it that would be fun. I think that would add a ton to it. It
1: would be much more like uh section. Eight used to be.
2: Yeah. Way back in the day, instead of, um, hopefully, hopefully, you know that they've ironed their differences out. They'll start bringing it, but you know what? We, it's going to keep coming back to the bottom line. You got to win. You got it. You, you winning will bring people back. I I'm convinced of that. And it can't just be fringe making the playoffs. You have to do something once you get there and, they haven't in a long time. That's for damn sure. So
0: I just felt bad for Schweinsteiger. Like I, I kept looking every time I, I, go see them. I just like there's points of the game where I'm just like watching him, mm-hmm. thinking to myself. I mean, I know he's being paid well. I know he likes living in Chicago, where he can go out to eat with his wife and not be mobbed by photographers. But like, dude, you played at the Allianz and at Old Trafford. You played in the World Cup for Germany and won it. And now you're in Bridgeview, in front of me and my idiot friends in the rain. Like I feel, I felt like empathy for him. we need to do better for Basti, I feel like, so he deserves better. This is probably his last year. He deserves better than that. B
1: for B, better for Basti. Well, and I, and, and,
2: sorry, I do have one more thing on the fire. I want to touch on, and this will be the last thing with that is with uh, Gatan being signed. It's this year they're using gam tam flam slam all whatever they're using all of it.
0: They're using um, all of it
2: to buy him down this slim year. flam slam slam say. If they extend it if if they if they exercise his option assuming he has something he becomes a designated player. Now the catch is all three of the fire designated players they have currently Katai, Schweinsteiger and Nico, I believe are out of con- it's been set are out of contract after this year. Two what do you see happen? Do you think that's done by design where Gaetan can be the, you know, take over that spot and they can bring it? I mean, what do you see? What do you predict? Any predictions with that one or do you see him?
0: I mean, maybe. I, I, I don't know that all three of those dudes are gone. Um, it, Gaetan's 31, so it's not like he's super 30 or 31. So I like he's super young there. Um, True. I do think Schweinsteiger's probably done. Um but maybe I'm wrong on that too. Maybe, it, maybe a, a really nice season and, and, and a, a better team and, and crowds will, maybe he'll say, oh, let's come back for one more. I think if Basti wants to come back for one more, he can because he's really the only thing they have to market around right now. But, um, but I don't know. I, I think that uh, we'll wait and see. Cause I, I, I'm interested to see. Gaitan's obviously a good player. He's played for the Argentina national team. He played for them in Chicago when they played uh, Panama in the 2016 World Cup in a game that Chris, or not World Cup, uh, Copa America, in a game that Chris no doubt remembers. Um, Indeed. So obviously a good player. He played for Atletico. He played uh, for Benfica, I want to say. Uh-huh. So some pedigree there. And, and I, I don't know how he fits with Mahalovic and. Frankowski and and um,
1: Katai the
0: and- other Nico and a Katai. yeah and, and that it'll be it'll be interesting to see how everybody fits together there but in the attack portion of things um, but uh,
2: well so far they've got two goals from C J Sapong so I mean yeah the entire season
0: Sapong I, I didn't even list we didn't him, even mention
2: yeah we didn't even mention him yet and you know it's one of those this sounds like a good problem to have but. All the names you said, they haven't been scoring yet.
0: No, they haven't been scoring except for C.J. Sapong, and uh, there's that little matter of you have to defend. And
1: I mean, that's well, I than... mean, we support one team that often doesn't defend, so so this this <laughs> is it's kind not of just, just a, the U.S. No, it's it's I,
2: I believe it's just a, a natural extension for for in that sense, so. Um, you know, and the only other the other big thing I wanted to kind of go into, and then we we can talk about other things if we want to or not.
0: You can do whatever Probably you want, not. TJ. It's the minivan dad. Pop. I get it. I
2: get it. it <laughs> you it maybe are we'll, the
1: minivan dad.
2: The other soccer element I wanted to touch on tonight, because we will. I do want to talk dad, and I do want to talk minivans, because you know, Lord knows why not. Um, so FC, FC Cincinnati announces yeah, that's a, a deal. I. I the timing could not have been worse. So was it Monday or Tuesday? It was Monday, wasn't it?
0: Right after the DC United fiasco. Correct.
2: Yeah. FC Cincinnati decides to announce that their local coverage is going to be done through Flow Sports.
0: And, and this the comes the prices t- this company's charging. Is
2: hundred? It's one hundred and fifty dollars a year, isn't it?
0: It's insane. Yeah.
2: And so they they make this announcement. It covers pretty much all of Ohio all of Ohio and into Kentucky, I guess Louisville is covered as well. And, um, this is the day after it, I guess DC United, they're blocking the wrong zip codes.
0: Yeah. Like people were showing up at, at regular supporters bars to watch DC United and they couldn't even play it at the bars because, so the bars are like thinking it's their fault. People are thinking it's the bar's fault and not, you know, the, the, streaming services fault and so they the bars are giving out free beers and then it, it's it turns out it's you know a, the club has to issue a, a giant apology and then cincinnati with perfect timing comes in right behind that and says yeah this is these are our guys too this flow sports and it's like like i mean well we we have to pay to watch fire home games here in chicago but it's espn plus and it's only five dollars a month and you get buckets of different shows and coverage and and it's basically netflix netflix for sports whereas i don't know what the hell flow has but it's not good at least it doesn't seem like it is right now and it's a lot more money i'd be really furious if i was a supporter of either of those teams
2: well and um and everybody and i want to touch on this in two senses and you hit the first one is the service didn't work and I guess they're refunding DC United. I don't know if that's for the entire season or whatever the case is. The answer to the question is Flow Sports is $20 a month or $150 if you pay it all at once. So t- either way. That's how you how you kind of do it. Um,
0: Netflix is only 12 bucks a month. Think of that. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: What you and get HBO only 15.
2: So and you kind of started you touched on it with the fire. The fire it's on the SPM plus. Flow Sports FC Cincinnati sells out to Flow Sports. Now the Fire, believe it or not, and I probably have said this on US Fan, they weren't the first ones to take their their local rights and put it on streaming on a streaming service.
0: LAFC did that, I believe, first. Correct. Right? Yeah. Their
2: English their English language, I, I believe their Spanish is still on local TV, but their English language coverage is on YouTube TV, which is thirty bucks a month, if I recall correctly. But YouTube TV, I'm pretty sure you get. About as much as you almost close a lot closer to what you get on a cable s- service. So there's a lot to US to YouTube TV where that would make some sense to me. Um, but is this is this seems like this is the wave of the future,
0: yeah? And we've talked about that on well, US I mean, fan TV before, too. It's disappointing.
1: Leave it to uh, uh, MLS and some to be tone deaf and you know, do things that are. But this isn't this isn't this isn't
2: some this isn't MLS. This is each local. These are the local teams choosing to do this. Now, yeah, here's the Chris. Now, here's but here's the question now. And I'm guessing for this is the same for all three of them for as as long as the Chicago Fire was playing second service on um, Comcast Sports Network, NBCSN or NBCSN Plus or whatever they want to call it. They were buying the like. They were buying the rights mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. but they're they're pocketing the com, the commercial money. They got paid to go to ESPN Plus. Right. Yeah. They get they actually get paid to do it, and I'm I'm assuming this is the same with FC Cincinnati. They're they're getting a decent paycheck to do this. Yeah. So what's the responsibility to local coverage if if you're not going to be making any money on it? I mean, ideally, and especially for a club like the Fire. And now FC Cincinnati, I I, I, I don't know if you can make the same argument. The Fire. Doesn't make any money on their stadium yet, and I'm guessing actually FC Cincinnati probably doesn't either right now because they haven't opened. You know, they haven't. They don't have their own place yet. They're they're paying rent, rent at Nippert and whatever. So, what's the responsibility? What do you do? what do you do for the club? It's not
1: about responsibility. It's more about building your, your fan base because the ultimate goal is to get on to a cable, like a full cable program or a pro- programming deal, because ultimately like baseball for instance they don't care if you attend games anymore because they make so much money off the tv deal that it's sort of like um it's sort of like subscription fees to newspapers and magazines used to be it's a it's effectively just straight cash in the pocket of the owners uh they're making all their money off tv in the same way that you know print uh, journalism used to make all this money off off ads uh you know when you get that that person to actually come buy a ticket and sit there it's pure profit the uh, what i would say is instead of responsibility these teams need to wor- work on you know, building an audience so they can get into cable and and get a deal like that and the way you do that is not by hiding your um your your product
2: but and but the fires product has been out there this is not a new franchise i mean yeah in the
0: fires case it's different it's espn plus it's cheap and it's a really good service so it's i mean i i actually don't mind paying five dollars a month for it because it's better coverage and it than than what we were getting on on comcast and it's it's have I like bar, it. It's good.
2: Have, the, have it, the bars figured out how to make that work? I, cause I don't know. I,
0: I, yeah. I, have not, they I have. It's, I'm, it's not, I'm, I'm sure it's not difficult. I know, I know that there have been watch there were watch parties for the LA game. That was on, um on uh, Fox. Fox, sports Fox sports one, one. Yeah. but, um but yeah, and it, it's been on for a year now too. So it's been on ESPN for a year now too. So um, I, in that case, I don't mind, but flow sports is, is it, at that price Chris is right. You're basically hiding your your coverage. You're getting cash up front, but th- the thing that differentiates soccer from the other sports, especially from baseball, Chris made the comparison, and, and it's it couldn't be any different, more different with baseball. But the atmosphere in the stadium sells the product, and so that's mm-hmm. what that's why that's what NBC is doing with the Premier League, and that's what Fox is doing with the Bundesliga is. You're trying your best to capture the atmosphere and that's what's driving viewership. It, it's, 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 a, it's a, as much about what's happening in the stands as it is what's happening on the field. It's,
2: and, 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 and I think Chris, the, the other, you don't get that I, if you're hiding it. Right. And I don't like the baseball example as well as because you like Chris, you're right. Baseball, they don't care if you show up or not. Cause it's all in the TV deal, but you look at other sports, hockey being one hockey is one that, is driven by the gate rep gate receipt and again pat goes leads more to what pat's saying that's all driven by atmosphere you watch hockey because it's on tv the atmosphere helps sell it and i think that's i think that's an important an important piece to it so i think
1: no, that, that's fair and i guess you know when, when i was using baseball it's not that i'm equating the, the two sports or, or anything it's more that my point is they need right. to focus on getting deals that that like they, I should say MLS needs to focus on getting deals that, um, that that are more like that that you know get them get them paid and and to do that they need to prove that they have an audience and you aren't going to prove you have an audience by essentially handicapping yourself in building that audience
2: but do you and again like Pat said it, it's yes. Were the fire really when they're relegated to yeah. Comcast t- Plus? plus which, yeah. Which I guess isn't as bad as it used to be. I remember what it used to be buried like on a UHF channel.
0: No, it's a an HD ac- channel now, but.
2: What, what's that?
0: It's, it's a full HD channel now. It's not that big of a deal, but it used to be. You're right.
2: I remember at one point it was like on a public access almost for cable, and it was. So, at what? I mean, now if you're the fire. Would you want to look at this Cubs station with Sinclair when that comes back, or is Comcast going to look at him again? Do you think when that when there's you know another channel that could possibly add to it? I don't know.
0: I would stay the fuck away from Sinclair as far as I could, but that's just me. <laughs>
2: that was kind of where I was going with that, but I I, I guess for me what. FC Cincinnati fans, I think have a right to be ticked because flow sports and D- especially based on the, what happened with DC United. It sucks.
0: They both do. I mean, you know, I, DC's got so a resurgence day, and yeah. And, and Cincinnati's coming into the league and they, they want to do, they should want to do everything right. And they do this like it's and you know, streaming in of itself isn't a bad thing, but when it's handled like this at these prices, with this level of, of quality, which and, and I, I've also heard that they're they're calling everything off monitors and not sending talent to the individual stadiums. This is not it's Again, not that hard. It surprises or,
1: me, <laughs> like
0: it. Yeah,
1: all of these in a sense, like fly by night kind of uh, um, production companies. It, it's like that. Um, it's like that deal uh, uh, in what was it? Uh, Honduras for that U.S. game a few years ago, where they bought the rights of that one game and they were charging like a hundred dollars for pay-per-view for it per person or per like per license. Yes. So like no one could watch it. You had to go basically uh, uh, find a stream. Um, it's it's sort of the same thing. It's it's one small company trying to make their name and their dime off this one event, and they understand that this probably isn't a sustainable. Uh, business plan, but if you make enough here, maybe you can turn around and become a like you know they, they're they're effectively um, creating their own funding to like you know build themselves for the future. So maybe they can be decent. Um,
0: they they do. This is the company that, that has
1: anyway.
0: a lot of the Concacaf away venue TV rights. Just so you know. So who's
1: that? Flow oh, Sport. Huh. Is that Flo? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Do
2: they really. Yeah,
0: they actually got that before D.C. or Cincinnati. So. um...
2: Yeah, I'm not signing. I won't be signing up for it. Um, It seems like I I just I don't get I don't get a sense that it's worth it at this point or anytime soon. Um, I did. I was trying to think. Wow. I didn't know they had that, too, because it's I mean, it almost seems like ESPN eight, but worse you know would be
0: no at least with the ocho you get dodgeball
2: and 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 this uh like no cornhole, cornhole or whatever bags or whatever you want to call it you know and i'm looking at an article they're trying to compare it to netflix and amazon it's like but netflix and and i guess that's the point with streaming services it, i want to kind of bring this full circle is so for if you get a platform that people actually go to like ESPN Plus pluses if you have a product, people are gonna watch it. I mean, look at Netflix; they have shows people watch, and Amazon the same way. You've got some shows there that are that become must-see TV, and people do check in on them. So, I, again, it's ba- I don't think stri- I I guess I see more of it going to these streaming platforms
1: than I do. Oh, I I, I absolutely think that's the case. I just don't think that's a a positive thing in any way.
0: But I hate that everybody's got I, a different streaming a service short, too. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's a short-term um, success at the expense of long-term. So what's the long-term? So what's the long-term? What's the long-term sustainability? People are dumping cable at a. a, a I cable's mean, not, yeah, I not I, I can't say like you know realistically, yeah, cable is is a dying industry. Um, you know, everything's going to stream eventually, uh, but. I mean, your
2: cable essentially, your cable essentially does now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if I could see, uh, if, if premier league, if, uh, NBC sports gold was not the bottom third of the premier league games, but if you could see every premier league game on that, that would go a long way toward me and a lot of people just saying, okay, that's good enough. I don't need cable. Like yeah. it, it, but it's it's this hodgepodge of everybody's got a different service. You see some of the games here, you see some of the games there. You got to buy this subscription. You still got to have cable for this. That's the problem. Like, it, you know,
2: ESPN ESPN Plus runs the same way, doesn't it? I I, I guess I don't know because I then? have ESPN. Like, if you don't have cable and you have ESPN Plus, you don't get ESPN. You don't get the ESPN games necessarily. So Correct. You only get oh, ESPN yeah, Plus. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, kind of like, yeah, kind of like true. gold. You you only get the you only get the, gold, the games on gold. Yeah. It's, it's the same. It's the same problem. Um, and I don't know about Fox Sports Go or how that works. I know Fox same thing. If if you have the channel, you you can watch it streaming. And and I feel like I guess that's more the way to go because look at Blu-ray players now. They still they play most of the channels. Um, every video get you know Xbox, PlayStation, you can. They're pretty much computers now. You, you don't need for something to hook up to the TV, or you just get a really big computer monitor, I would think, and you, you'd be fine. So, computer
1: yeah, I, I don't know. Are not as high def as uh, TV monitors at this point. Waiting just year, a little while.
2: I, get, I don't know. My TVs aren't. My TV's almost uh, is getting close. To, my one downstairs is almost 10 years old, so I have no idea about. <laughs> my eyes. My eyes are getting older for
1: me. I
2: can't my... watch HD. I... <laughs> well, no, my I, I, my point was going to be, at what point do you not notice the difference?
1: Yeah.
2: You know, I and I remember, and Chris, I this goes back 10, 15 years in pad. I don't know how much you like where everybody had the surround sound systems that had like 80 different speakers. Yeah. Does your house have that? Do either one of your no. houses have it?
0: No. Nope. I never did that. Not that or now.
2: I remember I did some of that when I was like in college in my apartment, but it, since I've had a house, like, nah.
0: I watch it's the majority more- of my TV on my phone now.
2: Stri- so streaming services, right? of in the bathroom. Oh,
0: there. Well, yeah, I can I can watch my <laughs> my cable on my phone, and then most of the channels are available out of the house too, but some of them aren't. Um, and I I watch you know if I'm watching Amazon Prime or if I'm watching Netflix or or a game or something. Typically I do it on my phone. Sometimes on my laptop. TV is like my third option because well, that's, usually that's my because children have stupid shows on the TV. So, right. Yeah. Does your,
2: do your kids understand anything beyond Disney, Disney junior and, well, uh, net, uh, nickel nickelodeon or whatever.
0: Finn'll watch soccer. He watched the Arsenal game today on Galavision and, uh, he, he watched champions league yesterday, but, but Rowan's three. He, doesn't care. He just wants to watch Paw Patrol or whatever.
2: <laughs> and that's and that's really kind of about it. And that and I guess and and I appreciate that, Pat, because that's a good segue into my my parenting portion of the conversation. We're
0: talking Paw Patrol now.
2: We we are going to avoid Paw Chase Patrol on the case. <laughs> I think Carly knows it. I think Lizzie knows it, but they, I don't really get. I I don't really allow the TV to get to Nickelodeon. I I think I'd rather watch PJ Masks for the eight thousandth time. Nah, I probably, I don't know. That's really kind of like, do you want to die from cancer or do you want to die from AIDS? It's really not. Neither one of them are, are preferable at that point. So, um, and yes, I did just compare watching Paw Patrol and MPJ masks to AIDS and cancer. <laughs> I really went there. So those dogs don't uh, have
0: AIDS. Writers <laughs> got full, of, full blown AIDS though.
2: So tell me, tell me, about and this is, the reason why we're doing this on Thursday, for those that are actually still listening at this point, was going to do this on Monday night, and my the the guest I had, John Townsend, who I still think is a brilliant soccer mind, sends me a note: "Hey, I can't do it. His toddler was teething, and so was mine. So I'm like, all right, we'll do it Tuesday. On Tuesday, it didn't happen. We get to Wednesday, same thing. You know, by Wednesday, I think." lizzie had the stomach has a stomach bug mary grace by you know was fighting something and then today um oh she had pink eye got diagnosed with pink eye today she has that same stomach bug lizzie has and you chris your kids are older so i guess i'm going to go to you does this ever end or is it just continual through the winter Uh, it's just
1: one plague after another you uh uh my youngest had uh pink eye two weeks ago my oldest had pink eye uh last weekend uh the medicine should just wrap up in the morning basically and has had the flu for the last week so he was out thursday friday with pink eye and was sick all weekend and has been sent home from school every day this week so <laughs> and, and and with pink eye isn't it awesome at this point yeah
0: you're sending him and then they're like, "Nah." <laughs>
2: Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It, is it just me or is it kind of awesome in the sense of you call the doctor to say, yeah, I think my kid's got pink eye. They'll go, OK, tell us what you got. Oh, do you want me to bring him in? Yeah, no, don't bring him in. We'll, we'll call the pers- we'll call the pharmacy. Go pick up the drops. <laughs> that was the conversation I had. I don't think I, they, they don't want the kid going in with pink eye anymore, which I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know. Hey, Pat, are you getting those emails like every twice a week or whatever? Oh. Daycare's pink eye outbreak, flu outbreak, or you know,
0: a little bit, yeah. Mouth. We've been actually fairly lucky. They, the kids haven't been that sick this winter. I'm, and, they're going to be now.
2: Well, yeah. Now, I, now that I've cursed you guys, yes, yeah. I, I think that. It, hey, if I've got to go through this misery, so do you guys. I mean, that's, you know, the dad part of the show. And Pat, which will just put you back on your, um, you know, your your salary dispute that you're perpetually in, right?
0: With US Fan yeah. TV, yeah. We-
2: I was going to say, how many of those where we always say you're on strike for more money have been because one of your kids just was sick or, you know, parenting got in the way?
0: Oh, at least 50% of them. Like, <laughs> it, sometimes it's it, sometimes it's because, like, one of my kids has a – like, Rowan doesn't have games yet, but Finn has a game. Finn's got games all the damn time because he plays on 18 different soccer teams. So he's got, you know, stuff like that. And then we get home late – And then with Rowan, it's just getting him to go to bed. And that's like, that's like the, and it actually, it worked tonight. It was fine. But there are nights where it's just like, I, I'm like, it's nine Oh five. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm still fighting him to go to bed. I just can't. And he wants specifically me because I am the stay at home parent. He wants me. And usually he's like to my wife, he's just like, yeah, you're, (laughs) you're no good to me right now. I want the one that wants to not be here.
2: And is your wife laughing at you while this is going on? No,
0: she's usually pretty sympathetic and she tries her best to, um, when she knows I have to do the show, she tries her best to like step in and, and, uh, you know, help. And, but sometimes it's just, it's just a stage you got to go through. Cause you know, Finn will go to bed. Just, he'll be like, Oh, okay. It's time for bed. He's eight. It's fine. So I know it, I know it ends soon, but it's difficult to see that sometimes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, and Chris, what about you with, the, with your family? You know, same thing. Do they do? Is there, is there a point where you're just like, you realize as mad as you're as mad as they're making you with the dumb stuff they're doing? You're like, wait, it's nine o'clock. They're overtired. Now they're just doing or they're hungry. You know, how many times have
1: you had that where you're getting well,
2: so ticked at the kids? Only we, to realize,
1: ah, uh, crap. <laughs> we we moved up bedtime uh, for that reason. So what? Uh, get them ready at 7:30. Put them to bed by eight.
2: Sure, and we and we did. I think we've done that too. We've bumped them up to seven, seven thirty, and, and trying and yeah, and hopefully in bed by eight.
1: Although I'm pretty sure home from
0: practice a lot of nights at eight o'clock. Yeah. We we faced and we, so...
2: we faced face that with basketball. Uh, my first grader, my six, my nearly seven year old, who'd be next month he had basketball practice seven to eight what the heck and they weren't the only f- i think
0: yeah we had seven thirty first- to 8 30 for basketball this year
2: what were the park district thinking hey let's send first graders out there at seven o'clock mm-hmm. yeah that's- and, and you watch 13 14 year olds practicing the hour before it's like what are you thinking
1: and then you sons of bitches! <laughs> and I'm mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take it anymore.
0: God damn it! I just want to be home playing some Red Dead, and you're getting in the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you still, do you still play video games? Oh yeah. When I can. What what
2: games are you guys playing? What what's that? What you know, what uh, do you dead. FIFA and Red Dead. Red, I don't even know what Red Dead is. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. That's whole thing.
0: Oh TJ, North it's State. the Wild West.
2: Okay. It's a shooter game? Yeah, good luck in my house with that so
0: one. Oh it's more than a shooter game.
2: <laughs> yeah, shoot. any any games that involve first person shooter do not make it in my house. And uh, that's
0: just it's open seems... world, it's not first person.
2: Oh okay. you don't have okay. to
0: shoot anybody, but I mean sometimes you do, but sometimes you just have to, you know, <laughs> rob a train. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <sure>. Rob, <laughs> rob a stagecoach. <laughs>
2: Is that like grand Theft Auto I didn't have to beat the hell out of him. I just it is grand
0: theft it's made by the same people. it's grand Theft yeah. Auto in the Wild Wild West. yeah
2: oh, there's no Will Smith yeah. though. there's no Will Smith <laughs> again this is a mini Van Dab pod thanks again to Hat Guy Pat bad luck Chris. and I think at this point we'll use the the staying from us Van TV And us this can be found at mini Van Dab pod. you're done.
1: Mini Van Du
2: mini Van Dad.
1: Mini-Vendetta Soccer Pod, with T.J.,